This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Franchise Tag. I'm your host, Eric. I love my buddy, Chris. How's it going, Chris? What is going on? So we missed last week. Reason being, I feel like it was kind of, you know mutual that we shouldn't because the draft was going to be the next day if anything we would have had to preview the draft and i might as well wanted to watch instead of previewing i feel like at that point in time you kind of know who's going where kind of have an idea of who's going where so you might as well wait and see and there was some news that day but there wasn't really much to go over and i would rather do it today make it one big episode so let's start out with some housekeeping then we're going to get into the first round of the nfl draft um first things first um so the Chiefs and defensive end Frank Clark have agreed on a five-year, $105.5 million deal. Uh, they made they uh, sent uh, the Seahawks sent Frank Clark um, to Kansas City for a first-round pick from this year and a 2020 second-round pick. Um, I think the Seahawks just finessed the Chiefs. I don't understand this trade because they got rid of D Ford because they didn't want to pay him, and then they just they got another defensive player and paid him. I don't. Why would you not have just kept D Ford? Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. And I really, I really like D Ford. I like his game a lot. Frank Clark, on the other hand, he's really good too. But you don't really see him do an insane amount. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not I mean, taking I'm a not, shot at Frank Clark. I'm just saying it, this. This should not have even been in this situation. I mean, the, the Chiefs did the right thing here. You trade for a player that you really want. Um, but my issue here is 105.5 million dollars to Frank Clark. I don't know what their salary crap is. I hear a lot of people say it's fine. I, I, I don't know if I agree with that because they also paid um, Honey Badger all that money for that three-year yeah. deal. So you're paying the big bucks for these two guys. You still have tons and tons of holes to fill for that defense. You get rid of Eric Berry. D Ford's on now in the 49ers. Um, Justin Houston is a cult. Uh, mm-hmm. How are you going to spend money on these guys? If you know, I'm I'm not too sure what they did in the draft. Like I wasn't really paying attention to the Chiefs as much in the second, third, yeah. and fourth rounds, so I have no idea what they did. I'll take a look at that later. But you know, there's a lot of holes to fill, and you just spend a good amount of your cap there. You can't pay everybody. There's so much room to go around. Um, so I don't really understand it in any way, shape, or form. What 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 do you think of Frank Clark? How is he going to fit with the Chiefs? And was he even worth this amount of money? Again, I really I feel like he's just gonna fill the the hole that D Ford leaving left. I, I feel like that's his main purpose, and I I don't understand it. I don't. I'm just so I don't understand the trade. I mean, it, it to me really doesn't make any sense. I I'm not saying he's a bad player. They're they're both very good players, but I'm saying like the pr- the part of the reason I heard that they let him walk is because they don't want to pay him, and then they bring somebody in and they pay him a hundred five million dollars is not nothing. I don't know what's going on over there in the Chiefs, like. If you're gonna put all you put all your faith in 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 Patrick Mahomes, that works out for you. You almost make a Super Bowl with the with the defense that you have, and now it makes it somewhat better. But this doesn't put you in a very good place in the upcoming years. I feel like the Rams are doing the polar opposite as to what they're doing. They're getting these guys on one year rentals. They had Nadamigin Sue for a year that mm-hmm. helped them out a lot. They paid um, Aaron Donald as they should. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna end up in a bit of trouble because they think did they pay Talib or or the, they still in that trade. Uh, contract. I don't. Uh, I think they may have. Just... I don't. They paid someone, either Peters or Talib. I don't really remember. Yeah, they did. They just gave somebody, I think, like a year deal or something. Yeah, and so obviously you have to pick and choose what you do there, because uh, who was there before? Um, who went to the Jets? Tremaine was it? Uh, Tremaine Johnson. Tremaine, yeah. yeah, he was there, and you have to get rid of him because you're not going to pay him that amount of money that the Jets gave him. 
And so they pick and choose who they want to pay for. And they almost even got Khalil Mack on a one-year deal or a two-year deal. Um, that mm-hmm. that year where he got traded to the uh, last year when he got traded to the Bears, they were very very close to coming through with that. Um, I don't think they're going to be in a very good position upcoming next year. Uh, Frank Clark, I don't know why you're giving this guy a hundred something million dollars. Um, because what did because what did Demarcus Lawrence get? He got a pretty good chunk of change, but he got a, I think about around that. Around that, yeah, yeah. But that's one of the guys you really have to pay. Frank yeah. Clark, you could have got him on like a two, three-year deal, five years, you're kind of secure him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guarantee you this guy's going to end up being traded once again by the time this contract is done. That was that seems to be the new thing. People give these contracts to the players just to make them happy, and then they realize later on that it's an issue, and they get rid of them. Yeah, that's exactly just what's going to happen. Just to get rid of that, because they can't afford to keep that player if they want to build a team. Yeah. So, uh, Marshawn Lynch retires again. Well, um, well there's, there's not guaranteed yet. Yeah, no, apparently there's rumblings that they want him back. He's, yeah, he'll he, come back. Yeah, he never officially retired, but there's been word that he is retiring. But, I mean, you know... It, I it, say it, this dude retires. They it, drafted a running yeah, back. I was just going to say, it makes sense. And they just signed Doug Martin today. So, uh, But they also have Corelsta on the roster, and he's yeah, he out got, for the year. That's what I'm saying. He got injured, and they signed Doug Martin. So that, that kind of gives me a feeling they're not keeping Marshawn. They don't, don't really expect so. him back. Because I feel like at that point, if you expected Marshawn back, Marshawn and a rookie running back, that would have been fine. I think they actually drafted a pretty good running back. Uh, Jacobs or something Yeah, like Josh that, right? Jacobs. Yeah, he is pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, nothing's guaranteed. I honestly think Marshawn should just retire at this point. Like, you put in your two years for Oakland. That's mm-hmm. the only reason he came back, because he yeah, was retired it. in the first place. Do you honestly think he retired purposely so that he can get... Um, renewed into the NFL just so he could go to the go to the Raiders without having to be traded. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that that'd was be a, a really cool strategy. That would that. be, but that'd be a very risky strategy because all it took was the Seahawks to say no, and then that's it, completely destroyed. Yeah. So, so Steelers know. and Ben Roethlisberger have agreed on a whopping two-year, sixty-three million dollar extension. Dude, I'm not, I'm not surprised. That's though. an insane amount of money. Yeah, but I'm not surprised. Why? Because the, like, all the issues that have been going on in the offseason, the GM kept saying, we are with Roethlisberger. He, we, are, we are backing him up. For he that is, amount of money? I know, But I'm just saying, if, if you're going to... the Giants gave Eli that amount of money, and they're not the same quarterback by any means, that's going to screw you. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to... I don't think it's the smartest decision, but they made it clear that they wanted Ben. They wanted to put faith in him, and they let Bell walk, and they let Brown walk because... Uh, some of them were having issues with Ben, and they decided we want Ben over them too. So if you're going to let two of your... Those are like once-in-a-generation kind of talents on that team. I don't, yeah, and they I got don't, rid of two. That's what I'm saying, in the same season, because... And they kept the one that's probably on the tail end of his career. Exactly. Not probably, definitely. So, so that's what I'm saying. They, they clearly... I'm not surprised. I mean, I don't agree. I'm not saying I agree with the, the deal, and I agree with the decision, but I'm just saying I'm not surprised based on how... The offseason to this point has how it's gone yeah the, i don't know honestly that deal like it, it it's good if in a sense if you want to keep that if keep your guy you know that's your guy for the next two years maybe you can make it close in the in the playoffs but 63 million people would die to play for five years for that amount of money and you give that guy mm-hmm. two years i mean the the money's there i mean because you know that's that's your guy, but that's just so so much money for two years. Um, I'm I'm sure Steelers fans are pretty thrilled about it to keep him for another year, 
Uh, but at the same time, next year you're going to have to address the uh, quarterback situation because then you have, have a year left on his contract. What was Mason Rudolph, like a day three pick? Yeah. So I'm not sure if they're, they're even all in on him at all. They're going to be in the same situation you guys are in this year with the draft. Oh, that's, yeah, that's but, they're but, they're, but they're not picking an idiot at six. Yeah. Sorry, they, that was a little harsh. But <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, the, they're not going to be idiots in the front office to draft a guy that you don't need in that scenario. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job this draft. We're going to get into that in a second. But, again, we're going to keep cleaning some – Cleaning out house here. So we have uh, this came as a surprise on draft night. Uh, Seahawks wide receiver Doug Doug Baldwin oh, might be yeah. unable to play again due to cumulative. I always mess up that word. Effect of multiple injuries. Um, there's a real chance that Baldwin, one of the Seahawks' best and most popular players, um, has played his last NFL down. Um, that kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, this dude has been plagued by injuries for a good portion of his career, mm-hmm. um, especially this year. But when he did come back, he did perform the way he should have um honestly that's really sad to hear yeah i mean and he's he's not somebody i mean it's sad to hear regardless whether they're gonna fit into the category that i'm about to say or not but he wasn't even he wasn't somebody that would go around and like run his mouth and cause issues no he was, he was one of the nicer guys he in just the league. played his game yeah he was he was one of the nicer guys the same thing with wilson russell wilson like them too they're just that's like, why they were such a good pairing exactly they, neither of them were really like, oh, I'm so great, I need all the attention. They went out and did what they had to do, and that's all that mattered. And uh, he he's always, I mean, he's always been a solid fantasy pickup. He's not going to be somebody, I feel he like... He was my flex, I think, for two years yeah. in, for me in fantasy. It was he, always like, this guy's going to hit or miss, and if exactly. he hits, then he really... He hits big, hit, yeah. hits big, yeah, for sure. So, But I'm very surprised that it came out of nowhere. That's what I'm surprised about. Like, What I'm thinking is, how did they? How were they not aware of this situation, or were they aware of it, and they just decided they were going to evaluate it and know right before the draft so that they kind of were focused on where they were going to draft because they got Metcalf later on. Yeah, do you think they, since that situation occurred, you think you wanted to let them know that so that, hey, you're heading into this draft. If you mm-hmm. want to get a wide receiver, I say you guys do it for like, yeah. you guys are going to need one. Yeah, because what what is who's left? Tyler Lockett? Is that, is that Lockett, it? and he's on a humongous contract Yeah, but, but for he's, a receiver. He's, like not, he's not bad, but I'm saying oh, he's, he's not, he's yeah, not he's like fine. Baldwin. He's a different kind of receiver. So you need, Yeah, Baldwin's going to go up and get it. Like mm-hmm. he, made, he made a bunch of plays this year where he just Hot, like leaped for the ball, like, yeah, like mossing people back mm-hmm. and forth. And he's a good red zone target too. Yeah, I feel like Lockett is more of a speed guy. He's not. He's not, he can maybe he can out jump you, but that's not his kind of gameplay. He's more of like he's gonna run these routes. He's gonna outrun you down the field. Yeah. Um. Anything else you have pre-draft that we didn't cover yet? Uh. N- not that I know of. No, I don't think so. Nothing so let's crazy. jump into this draft. I have a lot to say here, All right. and I'm sure. I've had enough time to sit on it as a Giants fan, but I also want to talk about these other teams and what mistakes they may have made versus what may strike home and they'll eventually be a success in the long run. So let's get into the 2019 NFL Draft Round 1 selections. Uh, This is going to be a doozy, so I don't think we're going to make it to Round 2 or anything forward, but as we talk about um, players during the show and then outlooks during the season, we'll talk about who has been drafted, but right now we'll talk about the first round. So, number one overall pick in this draft. Drew Locke, no. No. <laughs> is Arizona Cardinals selected Kyler Murray quarterback, Oklahoma. And this has been rumored for a very long time that he was going to go one overall because of Cliff Kingsbury. I just hate that he has, he has to sugarcoat everything because every time he was interviewed or asked about anything, he mm-hmm. said, Josh Rosen is our guy. This guy goes one, and I've said it multiple times on the show, depending on where this guy gets drafted, it's going to mess up every single aspect of who picks who. 
And honestly, that took me by surprise. Um, everyone else who picked their decisions later, but Kyler Murray, how is he going to fit with the Cardinals? Here's what I want to talk about first before we get to that. What a ballsy move by a head coach and the GM to agree to this decision after picking, I think they tr- they traded mm-hmm. to get Rosen yeah, last year to him, yeah. to, at the 10 pick, I think. Mm-hmm. And you give all that up for Kyler Murray, who is a phenomenal athlete, don't get me wrong, but who all these defensive people on the board that Arizona Cardinals probably will need considering yeah. their offense isn't looking too great, mm-hmm. um, especially their offensive line that they need to address. Um, Kyler Murray... You know, I mean, if it's going to fit the system, good. But the fact that this dude coached only a couple years in college and comes into the NFL and automatically scraps everything that was there before instead of just fixing what was there previously, he goes Kyler Murray. What are your thoughts on this pick? Um, I really want to get your take on this. I mean, based on like, like what you mentioned, based on what everybody's talking about, I'm not surprised that they picked it. It was kind of expected. I'm just I wasn't a huge fan of it I really didn't think it was the right decision you gave Josh Rosen it it was just one of those situations to where it was I feel like a bad year overall by the whole team it wasn't necessarily his efforts it was just the whole team wasn't doing well and I feel like you can't base uh, like you can't base someone's abilities off of one season like that I feel awful for the kid by the way yeah I, I, I think he would have been fine I think he's a solid quarterback I just I don't understand because he had to know, like, they, they said that the head coach called up Rosen right after they made, or like right before they made the pick and they let him know. And he was just like, you know, whatever you decide, whatever you think is best for the, the, the organization, you know, that's your call. And he was like, that that's what we're, you're going to go with. That's what you're going with. He so took this, it is, this is this is what Rosen said after, you know, it, like when they called Rosen, they were mm-hmm. like, I think we're going to go Murray here. Mm-hmm. He said, if that's their position, then I'll just beat him out and Kyler will be the backup. I feel so awful for this guy. He wants to put in the work. He's not given the chances that he's supposed to get. It's honestly just terrible, the the terrible situation he's in overall. Um, We're going to address this now. He eventually did get traded Mm -hmm. um, to the Miami Dolphins when... Um, the Arizona Cardinals again lying again again this this is just something the NFL franchises do just to kind of avoid any controversy is there were like we can, we can keep him as our backup obviously yeah. that's not the case we we're going to end up trading him honestly as a Giants fan I was hoping we would give everything we possibly have to get this guy because there's so much potential there and he's not and Baker Mayfield was the number one pick last year right mm-hmm. he is going to be I think he's 20 to about to be 24 yeah he's young Rosen is even younger than that so he's not even Baker's age yet imagine how this guy's going to develop over time especially being in a division now where um his buddy Darnold is on the Jets mm-hmm. he's now in the Dolphins backing up Ryan Fitzpatrick who I don't think is going to be starting all season no. I think they're going to throw Rosen into the trenches very early and then you know you have What's his name? Tom Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. Who you, you could learn from. If you're going to lose to that guy, that's a guy you want to lose to and learn yeah. from. So this guy's going to develop over time. Not to mention, the Bills have another buddy of his yeah, who are in the same draft, Josh Allen. Um, so now that's going to be a lot of, very competitive there. Um, honestly, imagine if Lamar Jackson was the backup to Tom Brady and then took over for him and all four of those guys were going head-to-head. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. But now that's his new position, and they traded for him. Let's see what they gave him. So according to Adam Schefter, the Cardinals traded Rosen in a 2020 fifth-round pick to Miami for the 62nd overall pick in the 2019 draft. Um, so honestly, the Cardinals got something out of it, which is good for them. Um, 
trade him for a fifth round. This dude's going to have a massive chip on his shoulder. He's going to have a lot to prove. Um, they did him dirty, and I really don't like how they treated him there. If Kyler Murray, he's going to be successful. He's just that phenomenal of an athlete. But honestly, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know I, about this I pick. Think that was, I it was think, a little, it was a bit of a reach for me. I think that was too bold of a of a pick. Not that Murray is not going to be. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's good. a reach. It's pretty bold. Like I, I think yeah. you said it right there. I, I wouldn't say that Murray is going to be bad. But now the issue lies that if the coach went out of his way to fix up that this offense and they thought, okay, we're going to get Kyler Murray and this is going to be the fix. Now, if they, you know, next year their offense starts to click a little bit, like, you know, may, hopefully better than last year. But, you know, Kyler Murray's probably going to have some, some you know, rookie kinks to work out. He's not going to be I'm sure excellent. he's going to have a great sophomore year too. Yeah. But I think Kingsbury is, is expecting a Mahomes-type season. That's what I'm saying. Are you expecting that out of Kyler no, Murray his I'm first not. year? And and the other thing is too that, I mean, you can't, I know you don't want to judge it, you don't want to say it, but it, it, it is a factor is that he is not very tall. And I know that you have Russell Wilson, who a lot of them are comparing him to, and then you have Drew Brees, who is also on the shorter side in terms of quarterbacks, but I just feel like Kyler Murray... He he's he's been surrounded like something that I talked to a few people about and and uh, Haskins fell in the same category as this is they they're surrounded by such good talent one year starter too they're exactly That's they're, pretty they're risky. surrounded by these talent these talented players and it's just kind of like you know not that they're not great but they're surrounded by talent that it makes them look better now when you put him on the Cardinals you got Larry who's a great player. But behind Larry, you got Kirk, who's still trying to prove himself. And, he also and got that's injured. It. He's recovering from injury. Exactly. So if if you don't really have him, I mean, David Johnson is a great threat. I mean, you could always throw to him. His stock in fantasy is going to go up massively now. Yeah. Because all they're going to be doing is running back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like Kyler is just going to scramble for ten. David Johnson's going to run for another five, six yards every couple carries. If I could describe what I expect out of. Kyler Murray I expect more of like a Lamar Jackson-ish kind of season last year where he I'm ca- thinking the same where thing. He, he showed flashes of potential but it wasn't what everyone expected what are you expecting in this division now brand new head coach you bring in a really good quarterback who did phenomenal in college yeah um you know still haven't fixed much but this is a division we're talking Rams Seahawks who's the other team I'm missing Rams, 49ers, right? Niners, yeah. Yeah. And Niners are going to look great this year. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's another thing. They they looked at it as all these other teams, in order to compete, they're all, like, you just named pretty solid teams. The, the Rams have been really solid recently. With the Seahawks last playoff team, Rams exactly. playoff team. And then the 49ers, they just had a bad year with injuries last year. Yeah. They have potential. And they did, they, they're bringing, all these players that are injured are coming back. Exactly. We're talking Jarek McKinnon, who signed a massive contract that Jimmy. I think he shouldn't have got. Jimmy, who's getting the big bucks, and I like him mm-hmm. a lot, especially the flashes he's shown with those five games he played. Isn't there a receiver, too, that they had missing? Was Goodwin out or something? Uh, Yeah, uh, Goodwin was out for a good portion of the season, but he came back a bit. Kittle? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This dude had a phenomenal year, too. Um, and then what's it called? They had they draft line. They've been drafting linemen in the first round yeah. every single year, quietly. Yeah. But they're getting the job done over there. Their I've, defense is completely reamped. Half of those players are first round picks mm-hmm. from the upcoming years. Those well, guys have been drafting well, great. That's the thing. Their defense is really starting to rebuild. And then depending on how they make play calls, you got Shanahan as your Shanahan, head coach. Oh man. And and all he has is he has Col- Tevin Coleman and he has. Uh, what's his name? McKinnon. You just said. Yeah. Those are two solid passing backs, and he loves passing backs. And even beyond backs. that, they still have what's his name, 
Oh crap! The yeah, forgot his Burita? name. Is that yeah, Matt Burita. Yeah, Matt and he had a phenomenal year too. Yeah, he played week after week with an injury. Mm-hmm. Imagine that dude healthy with those three guys. Exactly, those guys have depth out the wazoo. I mean, I would say one. I think Coleman's going to have a relatively decent year because he's he's experienced with. He knows Shanahan. Shanahan knows exactly how to use him, and his best year was with Shanahan. Yeah, uh, Cardinals, you made a big mistake here, and I like Kyler Murray a lot. I'm excited to see what he does in this very challenging division because he's going to have to play all those teams twice a year. Mm-hmm. Kingsbury, you better hope this pans out. You're a, you barely did any. You you know. You had players like Pat Mahomes that you had to coach. You had mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield who you coached. Not much because Baker Mayfield ended up going to Oklahoma. Yeah. Pat Mahomes, did, did he stay? I forgot if he uh, left. Uh, I think he stayed. I think Not so. sure. Yeah, I'm going to double check on that because I always forget. Um, but, you know, this is that bold move, man. Really, really bold move. You had Nick Bosa up there on the board. Anyone possible you could take. Well, because the other thing is, too, is that you just mentioned – you know the Seahawks have a relatively solid. Now it took a, it could possibly take a hit, but they have a solid. They have an, a pretty solid offense. The Rams are one of the better offenses from last year. Um, the 49ers, We just mentioned all these offensive guys. You drafting an offensive guy without having defense, like in order. I feel like in order to compete in that league, yes, it, it makes sense to draft the quarterback because you need to put up points. But I feel like the quarterback was not the only help. Like that was not all you needed. You need more pieces. Yeah. So Mahomes was still at Texas Tech. Yeah. But to make a reach like this and hopefully have the same result isn't the case here. And but I feel like everybody's doing Andy Reid is a phenomenal head coach. Like he's a player's coach. Yeah. He loves he, every single person he has, he strategically uses them. He him and Belichick just figured out. Cliff Kingsbury comes in first year and he thinks he's gonna expect the same results. But, I wanna see what happens. But here. that's the thing, I feel like now with everybody, all these new GMs, head coaches, whatever they are. You have these now images where everybody thinks, okay, we're going to get the next Sean McVay and we're going to get the next Patrick Mahomes. But look what Sean McVay did. He didn't get rid of his quarterback. He kept, he fixed what he walked into. And that's the thing. And he saw potential in Jared Goff, who had a great season just because he's under Sean McVay, of course, in the Super Bowl, had a bad game. But you're not giving up on that guy. Exactly. And I mean, I feel like everybody's now, those two teams, I mean, I wouldn't say they necessarily got lucky. They clearly knew the potential that they, that was given with these players, but in a sense, they did get lucky. They lucked out because the, you're, you're not going to find this as you're finding out with all these new young head coaches and, and these new young players. They're not living up to the potential of what everybody thinks. Everybody thinks that they're going to be the, that they're picking the next Sean McVay or they're picking the next Patrick Mahomes, and it's a lot harder than you think. It's not going to pan out as easily as it did with these other guys. Yeah, I don't know. I really hope any head coach coming in don't take that same route um, if it works out, cool. Cliff Kingsbury, you just des- you deserve to be a part of the NFL. You just des- you get all the kudos from me, but I-, I think this was a bit much for a first pick. And mm. the fact that it started off with Bosa because he was the best player available, and it moved over to Kyler Murray. It's 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 uh, and all those rumors were true. It did happen. Mm-hmm. So let's move on here. We got a lot to cover, and we kind of went on a bit of a tangent about Kyler Murray, but. Honestly, number one pick in the draft. You got to go over it. Um, yeah. San Francisco 49ers, who we mentioned before, um, they drafted Nick Bosa, defensive great, end out of Ohio pick. State. Fantastic pick. And I, they couldn't have got him at a better better place he is now because he took off most of the year at Ohio State. And so mm-hmm. that means this dude was in the gym every single day, getting ready for the combine. He was getting ready for the draft. And a bit of a layup pick. If they let him pass, I think my I would be looking at one of the weirdest drafts I've ever seen in my life. 
I think that this pick and the Bills pick that we'll get to in a little bit, I think those were two of my favorite picks. Oh, phenomenal. I think those were two of my favorite picks. I think those were the two best picks yeah, in the draft. I can't wait till we get to that. But yeah. Nick Bosa, um, dude's a stud. Other Bosa's a stud. Yeah. Dad was a stud. <laughs> dude, this whole family. is. Did you see what Nick Bosa said? He was like, I guess my mom's just really good at making, like, is good, really good yeah. at <laughs> At making love. Like, that's what he said. He didn't say she's really good at making athletes. She's like, she's just really good at doing it. <laughs> Did you see what uh, Kyle Long, I think it was, or tweeted out after that? Because there's the whole thing. He goes, I guess uh, if my dad wasn't such a scrub, we would we would have been on that uh, yeah. category too. <laughs> I mean, the Longs are pretty good athletes. They, they are, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the Long that's on the Bears, the lineman. Chris Long. Chris Long. No, Chris no. Long. I uh, forgot his name. Uh, yeah, Chris, uh, what the hell is his name? I was think? it Kyle Long or something? Kyle Long, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that his name or am I yeah, wrong? Yeah, I was going to say, I think that is it. I just said, yeah. Both Longs are not bad. The other one's no, a two-time Super Bowl winner. Yeah, and then their dad wasn't bad either. Howie Long, he was not bad at all. Yeah, I know. But um, Nick Bosa, let's get into him a little bit. Um, I think it was a phenomenal pick. The mm-hmm. fact that it's going to be him and D Ford over there in San Francisco now Ooh. is dangerous, and that's exactly what you need because the Niners were the laughing stock of that division yep. for a very, very long time. And now the it's looking like the Cardinals are going to be in that position, um, but I really want to see how this pans out for the Niners. I'm going to be taking a really good look at them this season because they're bringing back a ton of people from injury. Mm-hmm. They re-upped a lot of like a lot of people, and again, like I mentioned before, they've been drafting Lyman year after year in the mm-hmm. first round. They even trade back to get Lyman, yeah. and uh, honestly, the, the phenomenal pick. I think he complements D Ford very well. Um, mm-hmm. D Ford is one of the better players in the league, in my opinion, and I think it was a mistake that. Excuse me. The Chiefs let him go. Um, I, lo- I I love this pick. I, yeah. I don't even know what to say about it. That's it. That's if all. That's all. I Nick Bosa yeah. was a Cardinal. I would have so much more respect for Kling- Kingsbury than I do how do I do yeah. now? So. Yeah. Very. I weird. don't know, but but I even heard that if there was if they weren't gonna pick Kyler Murray, I heard that there were um there were there were conversations that they they would have gotten uh the the next pick Keenan Williams I think his name was Quinton Williams Quinton Williams they they were there were p- talks that they, they would have completely skipped Bosa and they would have picked him up yeah so I don't know what's going on I don't in know that what's going front on front office <laughs> I told you wherever Kyler Murray gets drafted it's gonna make yep. the biggest difference and so Nick Bosa now he has so he's in pretty good company like I said D four mm-hmm. to get to Forrest Buckner you just don't lost they have Solomon Thomas yeah Solomon Thomas who again these are first round picks yeah and uh, who just left. That's on the Redskins now, who we hate <laughs> because of the way the NFL is treating him. Um, uh, what position was he? Do you know? Uh, I don't know why I forget his name. We talked about it on the show. Um, he got picked up by the Skins because he was uh, domestic violence issues. Oh, Ruben Foster. Oh, Ruben Foster, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I forget his name all the time. Um, but yeah, if he stuck around and he stayed out of trouble, these guys are looking pretty solid and they're still solid. They're still, yeah, they're yeah, still solid. Yeah, and that's what's crazy. Uh, Niners are doing the right thing here. Um, I yeah. wish I could say the same for my franchise, but not at all. So <laughs> let's go to the three pick. New York Giants. Uh, nope, New Jets. York Jets. Excuse <laughs> me. So like Quinn Williams, D-tackle out of Alabama. See, um, uh, There was rumors that they were going to trade out of this pick because, uh, you know, they, they've been wanting to for a very long time. I guess the, I heard that there was a bunch of offers on the table, none good enough to trade out, and mm-hmm. there was a good player on the board, and they took him. Yeah, I mean, with this pick, in my honest opinion, I think – in terms of the organization, this was a great pick. Oh, phenomenal! In pick. terms of the player, I feel like he if he went somewhere else, he might have had a better career. I hear a lot of Jets fans are happy, but there's still like a good portion of them that are upset because they still need pass rush. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like, like I said, the organization it was a great pick for them, but I just I feel like this team is not 
you know, like we just said, you have a Nick Bosa, you have Ed Oliver, uh, Josh Allen are the other like main guys that you could think of when just some that I rambled off off the top of my head that are these like pass rushers, these these defensive players that are competing along with uh, Williams. And I feel like Williams might not have as great of seasons as these other players, and that's not saying that he's not talented or as very talented young. As he's got time. Yeah, he's got time. Dude's I'm, still got braces. Yeah, I just I just feel like he with the Jets. I feel like it's just it's not gonna unfold as much as he wants. These other guys are going to teams where they have some sort of support. I feel like the Jets don't really have that support to help him out. I think where they I think where Jets fans are very upset is that they they literally had snacks. And yeah. that was he served the role that Quinn and Williams is going to play. Yep. And that would have set them up for to pick any pass rusher in mm-hmm. this draft. Um, honestly, you can't be mad at this pick. This dude had a phenomenal 40 uh, at yeah. the, for his weight and height yeah. and everything. So he's extremely athletic. Um, the thing is, everyone's looking for that next Aaron Donald who could cause pressure in the middle, which not a lot of people can do. Yeah, it's hard. Considering that guards are huge. Yeah. And... You know, I don't know if Quentin Williams is going to do that, but he's going to do a great job, and I'm sure he's very excited to be a part of the organization. Again, mm-hmm. he's very young; he's got time to develop. Um, you just you sign C.J. Mosley. Um, you still have Trumaine Johnson, mm-hmm. um, and who else is on the line there? I'm forgetting someone. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't either. They, who, who Leonard Williams? Is that it? Yeah, there you go. They have Leonard Williams. He's not on the line, but. He's gonna have a pretty good year too. They got Jamal William, Jamal Adams. Oh man, their safeties, are, <laughs> dude. Their, safeties their secondary is crazy. You add this guy to the line, you can see they're very defensive or- orient- oriented now. Well, because didn't they get their two safeties last year in the first round? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're they're clearly the issue is let's not forget two they're, years ago, whatever it was. Let's not forget they were number three pick for a reason. They went four and twelve. Mm-hmm. So they, if they're gonna make a difference, they got to do it right now. So yeah, and. If you end up losing and you still end up getting three, four, five picks, um, good for you. But you gotta, we could say we could sit here and say the Jets are gonna look good each and every year, but they gotta start putting it together a little bit in a very yeah. hard division with the Patriots, who are defending champions now this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be very tough. So I think Adam Gase needs to step up his game a little bit. He knows the ins and outs of the of uh, the Dolphins. He knows every single player. Um, he heads over to the Jets now, and he's gonna have to break down every single team. For those of you who are Jets fans, this is a great look, but you gotta, you really gotta produce here this year. This is your time. You got the running back that you wanted for the amount that you wanted, Sam Darnold's perfect pick because the yep. Gi- the Giants like pass up on him. So you guys couldn't be couldn't be in a better position. So it's time to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to the fourth pick, which everyone's jaws dropped here. Everyone's oh, kind of had question marks over their head. Um, the Oakland Raiders draft Cleveland Farrell, uh, defensive end out of Clemson. When this pick happened. I was so questionable <laughs> about this because I thought Josh Allen was going to be d- drafted right after yep. that two pick. Yep. Every single team after that, whoever's picked, Josh Allen's going to go. Yeah. Didn't happen. So they draft Cleveland Farrell. Not a bad player by any means. No. He's on Clemson. Just not the pick he was we on expected. Clemson. Not the pick, yeah. Not the pick we expected. Not the pick on mock drafts. But Mike Mayock and John Gruden, I feel like, are weird like that. And they would uh, yeah, go out surprised. of the ordinary I'm in that way. I'm not surprised at all. And mind you, they got rid of all their draft their draft scouts or their draft team. Yeah. Like a week before the draft. Yeah. So I think they were just like, I don't like any of the reports you guys are giving me on who to draft. We're just going to go out there and pick who we want and pick Cleveland Farrell. Here's where I have an issue here. If they reach like that on the four pick, cool. They got two more picks in the first round. What's, what's there to go wrong? Is that for the... Three, four, five, six rounds, seven rounds, or 
whatever in between, they kept drafting Clemson players. <laughs> Like the whole time, I'm like, was that the only team you were and Bama players? Was that the only team? Was that the only game you were scouting this year? The I really, national championship game is that it? I, I really wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. I think that's the only game they looked at and they were like, all right, these guys are good enough to make it here. I guess I should pick all of them. <laughs> we we want all of them. We want the whole team. I didn't mind this pick that much. He's a great player. You get pass rush now for Khalil Mack, who you lost. It's irreplaceable, yeah. but you got a guy who's serviceable. Take him out of Clemson. You start picking Clemson and Alabama players in the next three, four, five rounds. It's a bit much, but I like Cleveland Farrell. I think he'll do just fine and on the Raiders. Yeah. And honestly, it would be the Raiders that would make this type of pick. No, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm sure John Gruden's like was like f what everyone's been saying. I'm gonna go our way here. Yeah, and I mean, um, I don't think he was even expecting to go four. No. I think he was taken like by surprise. Wasn't he supposed to be like a late first rounder? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what so I thought. So they probably could have gone him with his later rounds. But yeah, I, and I mean, I, I feel like the one reason that I would say I really like this pick is in terms of that, like what you just said, the guy did not expect to go four. So I feel like now it gives him this like added pressure and like, you know, oh, this 100%. kind of, this kind of sense of players, I, need, I need to show up. Plenty of players that go four and five that don't pan out. Exactly. Because so, of all that pressure. That's exactly. On. So so it gives him more of this extra, okay, I need to really produce, and I wasn't even supposed to be here, and I'm here, so now I want to make sh- them, you know, make sure that they know that they made the right pick. I think I'll do just fine. Um, yeah. This is just where everything takes a turn. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the five pick. Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Devin White, linebacker, LSU. That was a good pick. Love that pick. That was a great pick. Love it. The way he fits into that defense with – Bruce Arians now being a head coach, he's going to have a phenomenal year. And I love the way he talks when he's on, um, you know, like first take and these mm-hmm. ESPN shows and he gets interviewed. Love this guy. Yeah. And I was hoping he would fall to the sixth pick, but I don't even think they were going to take him there either. Yeah, it doesn't but matter. Love this pick. He has Gerald McCoy, um, JPP, who's on the tail end of his like career, but he's still yeah. got some gas left in the tank. Um and you know they they needed a linebacker and they got one and he's gonna be he's gonna be you know pro bowlers and yeah he's he's basically he, taken over for Quan Alexander Quan Alexander yeah I was gonna get to that too he's taking his spot so yeah they're filling in slots that they need to be filled that's what the Tampa that's Bay Bucks are doing that's the only thing they need to, to figure out honestly is their offense that's the only thing left like yeah. Jameis it's his last year to really figure yeah, out they don't know what they're gonna do because they, they can't extend them what but, are they gonna do but to be fair if they like they, they could pan out for them because if they decide. By the end of the year, yeah, you know what? We don't want Jameis. They got decent quarterbacks coming up in the draft. Dude, this is why the Giants just should have waited. <laughs> Cleveland Farrell goes four? You're already on to the next draft. That's who you want. Because there's going to be guys available for these next couple picks. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think Bucks are in actually a pretty good situation if they don't want Jameis. Send them over to the to the Bengals, I guess. Exactly. You know, and you they take Tua next year or they exactly. take... You know that they're in a great spot. Exactly. As much as it hurts me to say that, yep they they have they have good chance. It could and listen, their their backfield isn't looking too great, but they draft Ronald Jones last year, who was a day two pick. Yeah, he's not. You bad. don't give up on those guys. You barely suited him up this year. Um, I think Bruce Arians coming in, he's going to fix all of this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bucks, very good job there. Devin White can't go wrong with that pick. Whoever would pick if you got if if the Cardinals picked him one, I don't, I wouldn't be mad. No, he he's a good he's a great player. That would be a bit of a reach, but it's like you're gonna get results um, yeah, out of this guy. Exactly. Um, like, I, you're I gonna get production. It's something that I wouldn't be, you know, very 
Niners take him yeah. over Bosa, or if Bosa goes one and they take Devin White too. I don't mind it. See, that's the thing. I wouldn't have been like I wouldn't have sat there and been like, "Wow, you know, I think that's an amazing pick." But I wouldn't be mad about it. I'd yeah. just be like, linebackers yeah, don't sense. normally go this high. No, they don't. No, not at all. They usually fall to the sec- like day two. Yeah, usually or like tail end of the first round. Yeah, because when you think about it, the most recent pick for let's say the Falcons. You we have Deion Jones, and you think like he's like our star linebacker right now. He was a, he was a day two pick. Keanu Neal was our first round pick as a safety. We yeah. didn't even we didn't get Jones in the first round. We got him as a second rounder. Yeah, this, so, this dude is gonna be something special. Like and yeah, like you said, linebackers usually aren't that early. Yeah, no, this dude is just gonna hit stick everybody he sees. Let's get to the pick. Oh, I have a lot to talk about here. There's 32 picks in this first round. I don't think we're making it past, past 10 without being like an hour in because I have so much to say. Well, that's the thing. Once we get to like 14, 15, it starts to get less and less to talk about. Yeah. 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 Here it is, though. Oh. The New York Giants. Wait, wait, wait. Haskins? Haskins? <laughs> <laughs> the New York Giants with the sixth overall pick. So Josh, like it's got to be Josh Allen. Daniel Jones. <laughs> Automatically. <laughs> when I first saw this go up on the screen, I was like, <laughs> what? I, I'm because I was about all. to leave. This I'm like, I'm not leaving this house because I was about to watch Avengers that night. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not leaving this house till I see the sixth pick. I don't care what we do with the 17th. I need to see what we do with the sixth pick. Josh should've Allen gone, is on Avengers. the board. Josh Allen is on the board. We take Daniel Jones, quarterback <laughs> out of Duke. 50 touchdowns, 29 <laughs> interceptions, 6.4 yards per attempt. <laughs> they reached so far. It's honestly so laughable. And you're already cracking up about this. I have a lot to say, but I want you to go first. What did you think when you first saw this? Why did they do it? What was their way of thinking? And I don't know. What, what do you think? <laughs> I saw the pick and, and it didn't hit me right away. That's exactly what they would do. And, and, and I was like, wait, wait. I'm like, who even is this? Like, I was looking I'm like... I was waiting to hear Haskins, and then I heard quarterback, and I'm like, Haskins? And then they said Daniel Jones, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Listen, this guy's been talked about in the draft a lot. See, listen, it was Haskins. Murray, who was already rumored to go one, it was just a matter of who was going to pick the next couple of guys. Yeah. And it was Jones, who was the least, like, touted, you know, to, to go on the board. That's just the quarterback available. Then we have Drew Locke, who fell to day two. And if that doesn't tell you you made a mistake, then I don't know what will. And then, yeah, like I said before, Haskins. And those are the quarterbacks to think I of. I just don't, I don't but understand. We take him with the sixth pick in the draft. <laughs> He's not the sixth best player in this draft. No. There's multiple defensive players ready to go. There were talks that he wouldn't even make the first no, round. No, he probably would have fell to the <laughs> beginning of the third, if anything. Dude, Will Greer was the hundredth pick I in know. the draft. I know. I would take I, Will Greer over Daniel Jones any day of the week. That dude I, balled out at Virginia. I, I West Virginia. really don't understand this pick. I've given it days and days. Like you said, you had time to th- I've sit had and think to sit about on it. this, yeah. I have and I'm tried. still back and forth on this. I've really tried to figure it out. And there, I heard one thing, and this is the only thing that I'm accepting that I have heard. And that is that Eli Manning went to them and said, I want to still play. You draft him so I can still play. Because they knew if they got Haskins, he was probably done. That's the only thing. Listen, let's take this back a step, okay? (laughs) So, we draft Daniel Jones. 
All these quarterbacks are still left on the board. Haskins is on every mock draft to go number six. And I texted you in our big group chat. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at project- predicting who's going where, but I'm pretty good at predicting which team is going to make the dumb pick. And it, <laughs> it, it, it happened. So I text you. And I'm like, Josh Allen's on the board? Layup. Exactly what I said. Yep. Hear the name Daniel Jones? The next pick is the Jaguars? Probably... <sighs> That was the easiest pick to make, and you mess it up still. All right, so you take Daniel Jones, and there's a lot of speculation here that the Mannings had a lot to do with this. That's that's what I'm saying, yeah. And so Peyton and Eli were coached under the same head coach as Daniel Jones. Now he coaches at Duke. Yeah. And listen, this dude is... He looks like he would play Eli Manning in a Peyton Manning biopic. Yeah, Like, they look exactly the same... They are exactly he's, he's the same. Eli like, you know, 2.0. <laughs> listen, I tweeted this and I quickly deleted it because I just wanted to put my mind into this draft. And I was like, you mean to tell me the Giants drafted Daniel Jones? They believed he was the sixth best player in the draft. And Daniel Jones' dad probably was like, put in a good word for the Mannings and put a good word in for Gettleman. And he was like, draft him. Yeah. And they did. When he got up, I was like, he knew exactly that was going to happen. Looking at his face. What makes this worse is the second he was drafted, he's like, Daniel Jones, his sister, played field hockey. <laughs> and he and whatever. He was a no like zero star recruit yeah. out of high school. Goes to Duke, a basketball school. Oh yeah. Not even a football school. And I can't blame the kid because he had some bad talent. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he's had some PS of bad stats. And I know that comes hand in hand with that. But I would understand this pick if this dude balled out at Duke with the amount of talent that he has. But he didn't. You know what this reminds me of, actually, now that I'm thinking about it? Very similar situation. What did the Bears do when they got Trubisky from North Carolina? I I was going to bring that up. Not big football school. Got him really early. What is he, the second or third pick or something like that in that draft? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Here's the similar thing that happened to both players. Trubisky goes two. I think they traded I, up to go yeah, get yeah, him. Yeah, they did. That's because the Niners are like, we're going to take him. Yeah. And I think they were bluffing, and I think the Bears panicked, yep. and were like, we need to take this guy now. Yep. Mind you, Trubisky didn't start no. a lot of games. No, He but played I, like a year? Yeah, but I think he's... Yeah, he only played a year. But he, he had like year. a solid year? Yeah. Listen, I'm still not a big dude on on Trubisky, but I want him to perform well because dude can use his legs. He could throw if he wants to. He's just not very good at decision-making. Yeah. Here we have Daniel Jones, right? Plays for Duke. Um, I feel like not a lot of people talk about that Trubisky pick as much as you should. But yeah. listen, we're not going to sit down on Saturdays and watch North Carolina Duke football games. Yeah, you're watching so I'm not going to sit here and pretend like... I know I'm a critic about this, but just looking from the outside in, it wasn't a good pick. You can't tell me it was a good pick. You can't convince me no matter how many Duke games you've watched. Not a good pick. Yeah. And I hope things pan out for the kid because he's going to end up sitting behind, you know, Eli Manning. But here's the thing. Like I mentioned before, Bears panicked and took Trubisky. I think the Giants panicked because they probably wanted to take him at 17. And they heard that And they heard were teams him. wanted to take him. Please, t- I really want. We're never gonna find out, but I want to know what teams were interested in oh, this there, guy in the first round. There was, uh, the, it came out today, I think, that Broncos. Apparently, what? the Redskins were a team interested, and they talked to the GM, and he said, "But they had that the was fifth, never. They had the fifteenth. That was the thing. They said that 
they don't know why Gettleman would have assumed that. Like, they don't know why he would think that they would. They were that. going they to trade up to get Haskins. Yeah. So you really think they were going to wait on Daniel Jones? Yeah, exactly. For the fifteenth pick. So that, I mean, the only thing that that I could really think of a positive note to end this with is that honestly, he didn't you, he didn't have great talent in college. So no. his his stats might have been a little down just because he didn't have great talent his receivers weren't really producing for him he's not going to like ohio state alabama clemson you know michigan all these schools i'm just glad this dude can move his legs because that's something eli's not going to do here's the thing gettleman even said see how crazy i am in three years because people thought he was crazy for taking daniel jones you mean to tell me you want to sit this guy behind eli because you think he's going to be like aaron Rodgers? yeah that's what he said that's exactly what he said he compared it to not gonna happen That's not a thing. I don't understand that. I don't know. Um, Honestly, if Daniel Jones learns a lot from Eli and he puts it into, you know, he puts it into the game and it turns turns out he's not the worst pick. But honestly, he is rated by Todd McShay as a backup. Mm -hmm. This is going to be another, like, Jake Locker situation? Yeah. Honestly, last thing. Francesa said on his show, and honestly, that dude's a bum. Yeah. Like, the dude, the dude you, you, congrats, you did this for a long time. You have very good years. But here's what he said. He usually has a show yearly with Eli mm-hmm. just to talk to him, New York sports, right? He canceled it because he doesn't think he's going to be the starter the whole year. So does that already indicate we're going to go 4-12, and 12, possibly, and then by those last three games you're going to put in Daniel Jones and see what happens. So you mean to tell me Gettleman is fully prepared to have no more than like four games under his belt winning this year just so we could see how Daniel Jones does this year and have another pick next year? I don't know. I don't know. You should. So another thing. I know I keep saying last thing, but I just keep having these thoughts. Does that mean the Giants still made a mistake the year before by taking Barkley at two? This dude's rookie of the year. Great player. You take... Best player available. Mm-hmm. And apparently Gettleman says every year, he's like, I'm going to draft best player available. That's not the case this year. No, it was You not. did that last year. You took a shot on a kid. And we all knew who was going to perform well in the NFL. But you kind of got a break there. And we're like, here is four quarterbacks that you could have drafted. Mm-hmm. And you take Saquon. And you don't even bother trading up in this draft. Because the Ravens even traded up mm-hmm. for a quarterback that they didn't need at the time. Yeah. For Lamar Jackson, and they didn't even budge. Yeah. What does this say about last year's draft? Did they make a mistake taking Barkley? I mean, from from an outside perspective, not being a Giants fan, my first thought was, you know, I ex- like similar to what I said with uh, like Kyler Murray thing. It was like, okay, I expected it to happen. I I was almost positive it was going to happen that the Giants were going to get Barkley, but in the back of my head, I was like. It, it makes sense in terms of what you said. That is, the, he's the best player available. But in my head, I said, this doesn't make sense for a long-term solution. This is, what I said is, this is a temporary fix. Barkley was a temporary fix. He was not a long-term solution. And now, that showed by this year, them going into the draft, going, we still need a quarterback. I just don't think, no, no, no. That was, that was their idea, and that was what people were rumored to do. But if they were still in on Eli, why take a quarterback now and not wait again? And again, Josh Allen is on the board. Mm-hmm. And they ended up picking another defensive tackle that they didn't need at the 17th pick. 
So yeah. if you were going to wait until next year, which I think they should have done, best case scenario, they should have done that, as take these defensive players in the first round. This yeah. is a very highly touted defensive draft. Well, the, yeah, the other thing is, too, is that Eli, the years he won the Super Bowls, yeah, he did do well. But I feel like he also did well because his defense was amazing. The years that they won the Super Bowl, his defense his was, defense was amazing. But they all, he he did perform on offense. He did perform, but I'm saying his defense was better than any than in a normal NFL team. And I feel like Eli really rallies around when he has a great defense. When you have somebody that can get to that quarterback, they're forcing turnovers, they're pressuring the other team. Eli doesn't have to you know play from behind. He doesn't have to force these throws. He's he's more relaxed. It's a different situation. The problem is here they get rid of snacks to the Lions by the deadline for like a fifth. Mm-hmm. That's a guy you don't get rid of. They try to get out of a contract with Olivier Vernon, you give him to the Browns. Okay. Right? You get out of that contract, you're gonna have some dead money, whatever, you don't have to pay him anymore. Josh Allen's on the board. You tr- you have to you get rid of Odell, but you have to prove to the team and whoever has you whoever's looking in your direction to see what vision you got that you have to make up for those that those trades you made and so josh allen's at six don't take him you take a defensive tackle at the 17 which was the odell trade essentially and you don't do it honestly i'm speechless at this point i'm gonna have to sit on this a little more we've had more than a week to think about it I still hate this pick, but at the end of the day, I hope I hope I hope the kid performs. I I hope he does, if it's worth it. But if we're gonna have Herbert, Tua, Jake Fromm come out next year, mm-hmm. and probably going to be selected all in the first round, I really hope they pull a Josh Rosen situation. Where they're like, Daniel Jones isn't performing the way we want him to. We're taking Herbert next year. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, I'm not mad about it. But you wasted a perfectly good six, six overall pick here. Yeah, you're not going to get that defensive player back. Nope. You're not going to get it back. You're not. And that being said, let's move on to the seventh pick. Jacksonville Jaguars. Select Josh Allen, edge rusher out of Kentucky. A lot of questions around this guy considering he's from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But he was a phenomenal player. Jacksonville has had a solid defense for the past two, three years. Mm-hmm. You add this guy, layup. They didn't even have to think about this pick. I don't think the timer even went down to a minute. They were yeah. just like, yeah, that's it. We're taking him. Because they probably they didn't even expect him to be there. They did no. not expect him to be there. No. They were, I'm sure they were super excited that he fell to them. Yeah. And they, he did. Yeah, it's a no-brainer for those guys. Mm-hmm. Taking Josh Allen, really great decision. And the only thing they lost last year was Dante, Dante Fowler. I was going to say, he essentially takes a spot of him. That's it. That's what he does. So they just filled in that spot. Yeah. That was a great pick. They're one of the better spots in the league now because they sign a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to draft one. And, and he's good. He's a good quarterback. And Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Super Bowl champion. You sign that guy. You give him that amount of money. You do that. And, you know, your offense who... Still questionable at wide receiver, but you have a new defensive, uh, offensive coordinator. Hopefully, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes there. Mm-hmm. But defensively, if they're bad again this year like they were last year because they didn't want to play for Bortles or anything, yeah. that's going to be an issue. But honestly, I would kill for a defense like this. They have a lot of talent. Phenomenal they talent. Do. Extremely they, great. They really do. And, I've, I, and if they decide to put it together, like you said, they decide to rally and play around Nick Foles, then... 
they can be back to that team that almost made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I feel like and they can be. Tough division, but definitely. They're I think they're easily falling into the second spot. Yeah, I, I could see that. Because my Super Bowl champion is the Colts, so. Man. Yeah. So let's move on here. Here's where things get even more interesting. With the eighth pick, Detroit Lions like TJ Hawkinson, tight end out of Iowa. Wasn't expecting this, nope. considering who was drafted next. But you just had Eric Ebron, who was your 10th pick in that 2014 draft. Yep. And you weren't using him correctly. That's not the, his fault. Because he goes to the Colts with a team that They're already amazing. has Jack Doyle. Killed it. Made yeah, a Pro Bowl. Exactly. He only I think he missed one pass. He dropped a pet, one mm-hmm. pass. Or he didn't miss any. Yeah, he had an amazing year. So that just goes to show you how misunderstood he was over there in Detroit. And so he was that 10th pick. Now you essentially move up two more spots from that year, and you grab T.J. Hawkinson. Trust me, he's a, he's a great tight end. Great tight end. I expected him to eventually... F- I, I was expecting him to fall to 32 over that's to the I, Pats. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. And that didn't happen. Or Noah Font. Or, yeah, that's the other guy I was thinking. Yeah. And you draft Hawkinson to fill in for that spot. There's way more places you need to fill in here. Next, Ed Oliver got drafted. I want to stick on the Lions, though. Just putting this into perspective here. Ziggy Ansah is still a free agent. Mm-hmm. You better sign this guy right now. Yeah. If you pass on Ed Oliver to get TJ Hawkinson. That better be your plan in the next upcoming weeks. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't think me personally, I feel like regardless of the the talent, I feel like tight end is just not one of those positions you draft within the top ten. Not at eight. Not at You just don't do it. I don't care. I don't even who think Rob is. Gronkowski was a first round no, pick. He, I don't, I don't Antonio so. Gates was undrafted. Yeah. And, and he's one of the are, best. Yeah, to do these it. are the greatest quarterbacks. When did uh, when did Gonzalez get drafted? Uh, I don't think he was a first round. I could check that, but I don't think he was that high. I mean, that's that's the thing though. I, I feel like these better these better tight ends are not. This is drafted honestly as a, for the Lions, awful pick. And I mean, I mean it like it's not like this guy isn't going to perform for you, but it's not the guy you need in this scenario. I don't agree with this pick, oh, no, and he, even he in was. the slightest. He was a, he was a thirteenth pick, Tony Gonzalez. Thirteenth, not eight. Yeah. In a defensive draft. Yeah. Uh, honestly, this is that was honestly a ridiculous pick. Very, very reached a ton for this. And do you have anything else you need to add on T.J. Hawkinson? I just think the Lions are are just confused as to what to do. I don't think they know what they want to do. You mean to tell yeah. me a defensive coordinator as your head coach saw the draft board and was like, I want a tight end. Yeah, I don't I don't Matt Patricia it. wouldn't do that in the slightest. So where did that no. come from? Yeah, he's a defensive minded guy. He should have gotten Oliver. He should have He probably gotten. was he probably was ecstatic to get Oliver. But someone had to be whispering in his ear like you get Hawkinson. Yeah, I don't, I'll never get that. I even forgot Matt Patricia was in the, the equation of that uh, of why they need to draft a, a defensive guy. But, but see now that what what could be interesting is if he wanted Oliver and somebody told him not to, this could this can cause friction. This could cause issues. Now if their defense is not doing well, he could get pissed and be like, "This is why I wanted Oliver. Why why would we not have gotten him?" Honestly, and, do you think if Patricia has a bad year this year, he's on the chopping block? Um, I mean, because they're not in win now mode in any sense. But at the same time, you draft a tight end in the first round. I wouldn't. You better have a George Kittle type year. No, I don't think. Because again, like what we just said, I don't think it was his decision. 
So I don't think, I don't think so either. I don't so either. I don't think he would. It would be his fault that something's if, going if he, on in Detroit that we don't yeah, know. I don't think it, it would be his fault. So I don't think he. I do not think realistically he should be on, on the the chopping block if some if that doesn't pan out because that does not sound like a pick he would make. No, and we'll we'll see what what decision why that decision was made. But I was very confused when he got drafted. So let's go to the nine pick, and I love this pick. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills select Ed Oliver, defensive tackle out of Houston. Great player. Great player. He even wanted to go to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, I'll go there. Mm-hmm. That's a destination no NFL player wants to go. Exactly. Marshawn Lynch didn't even know where Buffalo was. <laughs> he thought it was like Times Square. Oh, Had man. no idea. And he's excited to go. This kid's going to ball out for them. Mm-hmm. And I hope he does because the Bills need something on that defense. They do. And this is the guy that's going to perform for you. Yeah, I mean. You can't I, complain I, about this pick. The only thing it's exactly was, who you draft. The only thing I was upset about is I wanted him to fall, or if I wanted you, the yeah, you were very outspoken about that. I was like, I hope we get Oliver, to get him, and I guess him what? Bad. We even spoke about on the show that the Falcons wanted to trade up to the eight pick. Yeah, you probably guys would have would have taken we him. Would have taken him. That's probably. what I'm saying. That's why we, I like, I, like you mentioned in the chat, how you were texting. I was texting the chat too. I was like, they were voicing they want the eighth pick. They should have. And I was went like, they need to get it. If they should have went because Oliver was on the board, and I was like, this is this is the chance to go up and and get that pick because he was perfectly available but so many missed opportunities in this draft i know the fact the jets didn't even trade out that's already not a good look yeah but love this pick and i want to get to where it actually starts getting interesting it was with the 10th pick because mm-hmm. originally it was traded, the broncos right? yeah. yep the pittsburgh steelers traded up how many spots uh they had to be relatively, they had the 20 they had the 20 pick. i'd say they had to be relatively further back because they were almost in play they, tra- they traded up 10 spots yeah to get Devin Bush, linebacker yeah. out of Michigan, to take pick. the place of Shazier. Mm-hmm. This dude is going to be their defensive general for the next 10 years. Yeah, The Steelers aren't traditionally a team that trades up for anyone. They kind of just yeah. take who they can get, and they make the best of it. They trade up 10 spots. To go ahead of the Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. in-division rival, which is already a slap to the face there, and you take Devin Bush... I couldn't love this pick anymore. Even our friend Matt was excited about it. I'm like, yeah. in my head, I'm like, when Devin Bush was drafted to the Steelers, I'm like, he looks like a Steeler. Like, he yeah. looks like he belongs there. Yeah. Exactly. Great pick out of Michigan, which is very questionable. People thought he was very unproductive in college, but that was because he was getting triple teamed. Yeah. And I don't know. And this, du- this dude has some attitude in him, but that's the Steeler way. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he's going to do. He's yeah. going to ball out for them. That's exactly the spot they needed as a linebacker. Because other than Bush, it was really Devin White who was going to go in this first round. Mm -hmm. And they they got the guy that they wanted. So, love this pick. Yeah. They were one of the few teams that actually did what they had to do. Yeah. So, um, 11, Cincinnati Bengals select Jonah Williams, offensive Uh, tackle out of uh, of Bama. They need an offensive line. They do. Ever since I got rid of uh, Whitworth, they've had a big issue. Whitworth and, and they had Zeitler. Yeah, and and they, they had, had a pretty they, solid line before they got rid of those guys. That's what I'm saying. They had issues ever since then. I mean, it, it's it's not an interesting pick. I mean, I understand it, but I don't have much. To that say was about that it. was kind of a need pick. Yeah, exactly. Overall, and you nothing, take a guy, nothing flashy. He's out of Bama. He had yeah. some pretty good competition this year. That's good. Good school. Yeah, That's good school. You good take pick. the you take the right guy, but you still got Andy Dalton right behind this guy. So you got to figure that out. And I don't think they even addressed it this draft. But yeah, if they do bad this year, they probably get from next year i could see him being a bangle yeah but yeah. yeah um 12th pick love this pick uh green bay packers select rashawn gary defensive end out of michigan they need him you know exactly what they're doing here they they picked up amos and who else did they 
they signed this year? They got two linebackers. I don't remember. It was uh, Amos, and then it was. Oh, I forgot, dude. I can't remember the, the names. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad Wasn't with that. Wasn't it Preston Smith or something? Yeah, Zadarius Smith. Something along. Yeah, Zadarius Smith. There you go. Yeah. Um, you could see they're very. Go- they're going very defensive heavy from oh, yeah. now on because they just signed Aaron Rodgers to that massive contract, mm-hmm. and their offense already looks pretty solid as it is. Yeah. New offensive coordinator, so they're going to probably like reset from where they were, but their defense is looking insane. Yeah, they're they're starting. To I mean, they lose Clay Matthews, but you're making but up for it, it by up, doing yeah. this. Yeah, automatically you already do that. I like Rashawn Gary out of Michigan. Yeah, he they did, needed he... a pass rusher, and they're they're getting it. So yeah, very good pick by the Packers here. Uh, at 13, the Dolphins select Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle out of Clemson. Um, not much to say here. I really like Christian uh, Wilkins. Um, did you see that he wanted to like? <laughs> like oh, with the commissioner. Like, yeah, bump with uh, yeah. with uh, Roger, Roger Goodell. Goodell, and he like pointed up. And he jumped, and he like overshot it, and almost like flipped almost, over. Yeah, him. he almost killed the commission. And then he like hugs him, and he's like punching him in the back. Yeah. And people are like, "Does he get fined for that? I don't know." <laughs> but uh, uh, this dude, he he was so excited to go to Miami, and he's gonna put in some work for them again. They 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 need they it. haven't had what's his name in a very long time. Um, Sue. They haven't. And Cameron Wake either. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sue has been gone for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. So they needed help there, but honestly, they're not having. They're not keeping these guys for a long time, and then they get rid of them over a short period of time. So, they're honestly been doing. They've been drafting the same player essentially for the last like three, four years. Yeah. So honestly, it doesn't make a big difference to them. But at fourteen, the Falcons. So they didn't. It doesn't even finish his name. They they select at fourteen. What was it? Chris Lindstrom. Yeah, I was kind of surprised when I first saw that. Yeah. So Chris Lindstrom, um, you guys definitely needed depth at, you know, the, entirely. We let go on, on the guards. Or, we let go three or both four your guys. guards were hurt this year. Yeah. So we, you kind of needed that. We did. You had the opportunity to trade up, dog. And this guy's out of Boston College. I, I honestly haven't don't don't watch didn't watch this guy mm-hmm. at all or I have nothing on this guy, so I can't say much about him. But he's out of Boston College. It's not really you know what what are they. ACC type team, I think so. Something like that. So yeah, I, don't I know. mean, I was reading because again, like he's going to be on I the bench for the next like two I didn't years. Really, I don't think so. I think he's going to start. You don't think Javon Brown and who's your other guard? We just got John Carpenter or something from the Jets. See, so I like him though. I don't. He know. wasn't bad. I don't know. I feel like he's. They're going to fill him in somewhere. I like Javon I mean, Brown though. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I do too. I didn't. Like you said, I didn't really know much about him. I looked at. I read up on him. Scouts had relatively good things to say about him. That's so, good. I mean, I honestly so, don't have much to say on yeah, this guy. I, I didn't really know what to say. I, I just mean, knew you drafted for a need here. Yeah, I mean, the the best way that, that I really sat and thought about how am I going to word how I feel about this. You weren't really happy pick. when they first drafted. This I was guy. not very happy, and the 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 way I can word this pick is this this pick was like. This pick was like the equivalent of leg day at the gym. It's no one's favorite, but it was it's necessary. <laughs> That's a pretty good comparison. I it's would it's say. it's no one's favorite, but it's necessary. It was just one of those things you need. And, and again, that's very rare for both your guards to be injured. Yeah, that doesn't happen. It doesn't. And and I mean, I feel like this is more showing also that we gave Matt Ryan this huge contract and we want to protect him. I feel like that's what they're showing. Like we are, they're they're not listening to the the fan necessarily they're not listening to the hype to where draft a defensive player draft this draft that where any fan anybody has anything that they want to say about it any scout could say what they should pick yeah anybody everybody has their own opinions and it seems like they didn't really listen once they realized that they weren't going to be able to trade up they're like all right well what this did, is our backup what did mock drafts have 
Us? Them, have you guys been? Uh, Ed Oliver or Brian Burns? Those were the two. He was on the board. Yeah, he was. You could have taken him. I know. Oh, that's very upsetting. But you got what you needed. And I can't say the same for the Giants because you didn't need him yeah. at the time. So you didn't need Daniel Jones. Um, let's go to the 15th pick. This is where it was very interesting. Um, Dwayne Haskins goes to the Redskins, quarterback, Ohio, Ohio State. Um, here's where it's funny because Giants fans didn't want Haskins, but they didn't want Daniel Jones. It was kind of like whoever's available, you take. Yeah. They don't end up taking Haskins. I don't know if you saw the video, but Haskins like he was not happy. Chuckled that they took Daniel Jones over. Yeah, him, he was not as happy. he should. And now he goes to the Redskins. Defense, uh, you know, wait, sorry. Um, conference opponent. Yeah. You know. Division opponent got to verse him two times a year. Yep, I guarantee you this guy is going to be starting one of those. Oh, games. He's going to ball out on them. <laughs> um, honestly, I didn't want Haskins either, but the the fact I hate just hate how Giants fans now are like, oh, we should have gotten Haskins. Like you didn't want him from the start. Yeah. So I say, shouldn't don't be talking now. That's how Giants fans make me so angry. They piss me off when it comes to this. <laughs> but Haskins goes to the Redskins now. Hopefully, he makes you you know regret your decision because. This dude was in Ohio State. He had some pretty good competition in the Big Ten. It's mm-hmm. not an SEC, SEC for any re, for any way, shape, or form, but he had some pretty good talent. He had 50 touchdowns, 10 interceptions in, in the year that he played. Mm-hmm. Nine players in this draft came out of Ohio State, so he had some pretty good talent surrounding him. He's going to have to perform with the Redskins. A lot of people don't think he's even a good pick for the Redskins, but... The fact that the Redskins didn't even have to trade up to get this guy. Yeah, that they, that's you amazing. You lucked out here. Yeah. Yeah. So now this guy gets to play with Adrian Peterson. Yep. Which he's going to teach him a lot, regardless of being a running back or not. Yeah. He's been in this league for a very long time. He's seen plenty of things. You have Darius Guys coming back. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. yeah. And he had a pretty solid preseason before getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I drafted him right before he got hurt, which is a shame. And Alex Smith, who is hurt, but he's going to be with... He's going to be with the team. Yeah. So you can learn from him. Case Keenum's been in the league for a while. He's been around, so he's going to be like, it's your first time here. I've been on like five teams. Yeah. So I know exactly what's going on. I'm sure there's going to be some competition there, but I think Dwayne Haskins is going to be starting at one point during the season. Yeah. Um, It's going to be weird seeing him in a Redskins uniform because I was expecting him to be a Giant. And they also uh, said that. that I thought he was going to be a Bronco, if anything. They said that Theismann allows him, he's allowing him to wear number seven. I was just going to talk about that, and I was just listening to 98.7, um, the, what was that? It was it was Peter Rosenberg and uh, Michael Kay, and they were saying how, they, they had a caller who said, it's ridiculous because the Redskins don't retire numbers, mm-hmm. which is so weird, and, they, yeah. and the, the caller also said, you put this guy in a position where... He calls Joe Theismann. Mm-hmm. You're going to look like a douche if you say no. Yeah. So you kind of pin him into a corner and you're like, let me wear this number. If you're a rookie coming in, you don't do that. Yeah, I don't. What I, makes you think you could do something like that? Yeah. What is I, this? I don't. <laughs> it's been happening a lot lately, especially with the Redskins. Landon Collins was like, yeah, I want to wear Sean Taylor's number. Yeah. It's just, At least do something for the Skins first. You were yeah. hurt with us and the Giants. Do something for them. You know? I know. I don't. He's I don't a good player. It. But who are you to say you want to wear Sean Taylor's number? That's like uh, what's the the guy we're getting to the pick, but the guy that the Raiders picked, the running back Jacobs, he took Doug Martin's number, and now that they got Doug Martin back, he's not giving it to him. He's just like it's my number. I don't know why people don't just stand their ground. <laughs> I, don't let them take your number. I, I don't. 
<laughs> We're talking about Joe Theismann here. What did Dwayne Haskins do in this league yet? You play one year in college and you think he would just come in I here know. and do Joe, that? Before the injury, Joe Theismann was a great quarterback. He was great quarterback. Honestly, I want to put all the blame on Dwayne Haskins for doing that, but it wouldn't be a problem if the Redskins just retired some jerseys. Yeah, that too. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just hate people who do I, that. I didn't know much about Haskins, but now that you like, say What that, was that with the Yankees? Like, What is his name? The pitcher. Was it? It's not Hap, is it? It might have been Hap. He took number zero? Oh, That's no, not like a thing with the Yankees. It's not Hap, no. Uh, not I, Hap. I, I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. I don't think it was Hap. <sighs> I forget his name. But as yeah, I, as I, I type really loudly. I don't... I don't know. Adam Adovino. That Yeah, some weird name. I knew it wasn't Hap, though. Yeah, he took number zero. And a lot of people were, like, up in arms about it. Um, but, yeah. What do you think about Haskins? What's he going to bring to the table for the Redskins? Because this is one of the bigger picks in the draft, and he fell to 15. I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to give him a big comparison, and we're, we're going back a little bit. We're going Take, take me back to uh, the elementary school days, and he is going – he reminds me of a player that they used to have – the way he'll play, I believe. Do you remember Jason Campbell? Heck yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna be Raider. similarity. That's that's he's gonna have similar. They're literally gameplay. the same size. That's what I'm they're saying. The same I, exact I feel like, body type. I feel like he, what they're gonna go back to that kind of scheme. That's what they're gonna be more like because he he would run when he had to. He uh, he he was relatively like I said mobile. He can he can make throws. He was solid. He was enough. He wasn't bad. I feel like it'll be something like that. Do you kind of do you think Haskins was like I'm never gonna have this season again, so I'm gonna get in this draft or was he just like i'm taking the opportunity because i performed this well i think it's the second option but it scares me that he has a season like that he was a heisman candidate you can't knock him for that which is another reason why the giants should have taken him i don't know this guy's still so questionable to me regardless of what team he's on that's the thing it's you know you have people in the league that get drafted after their uh their junior years let's say you have three years under their belt that you could pull stats and you can watch. Herbert tape and you is staying for out. his fourth season. Exactly, and he was good in his third. Exactly, you you have all these situations and you you have stats. When you have stats on one thing, there there's not things called one hit wonders for no reason. It could very well be a one hit wonder, and the transition already to the NFL is hard enough. So, oh yeah, for sure. So I don't, I don't think he's gonna be, you know, this exceptional. Oh, please God, I hope he's not. And if he was in a different division, I hope this guy balls out just because he wasn't taken six. But the fact he's on the Redskins, I, I'm and, just gonna and, have to hope this guy throws picks every. And everywhere. there's something with the the position. For some reason, quarterbacks are very prone to bust. I don't understand why. There'll be most years. There's three or four quarterbacks that are up in the air. Like who's gonna, who are they gonna pick? Who, who's the better quarterback? They're all great. And like you said before, Jake Locker was one of them. Who he was, was like looked the, at? He was like an eight nine. He pick. was looked at as one of the better quarterbacks, and he. There's a literally awful. a magazine with yeah. Blaine Gabbert, Jake Locker, and Cam Newton. Yeah. Like Jake Locker, first overall. Like that's my point. There, there's someone lucks out, and then the rest are just never to be heard of, and that seems to happen most years. Something like that happens with quarterbacks. At most, I think Kyler Murray has the best of all these guys. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't very impressed with all like any of them to be honest, but I think there'll no, be. It's not a quarterback draft. No, I think they'll be okay, but I wasn't sitting here like, oh yeah, you know, number one overall worthy. I wasn't thinking that. No, not at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like Haskins in a sense that he's a good player, but. Just as a Giants fan, you can't root for him anymore. No. So, I don't know. This guy, if this guy balls out on us for the next ten years, I'm gonna throw a fit. <laughs> and I told you, I think I'm going to switch fan bases. 
I'm going to bandwagon. I don't care what anyone says. Like our friend Danny, he was just like, I'm just going to be a Golden State fan because none of my teams win. So, <laughs> And no one says anything, so I'm like, all right, might as well. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on here. Let's pick up the pace because uh, we're really far into this. and <laughs> We're at like the 15th pick. Um, let's go 16. Carolina Panthers select Brian Burns, Ed Rusher out of Florida State. Great pickup. Because yeah, definitely needed. Ju- uh, Julius, Julius Peppers yep. just retired. Yep. So now you fill in his spot for a spot even before him that you didn't really fill. Yeah. Um, they kind of drafted best player available here. Not much yep. to say. Yeah, so, that's it. And Falcons had him on the board. Should have taken him. <sighs> Similar to what you just had. Where he would have been available. I'm telling you go. right now, he would have been available in the second round. Yeah. Uh, the guy, guy you guys drafted. So. Yep. Uh, let's go 17, which is the Cleveland and New York Giants trade, which was the Odell trade. Mm-hmm. Um, they take Dexter Lawrence, deep defensive tackle out of Clemson. I don't hate the pick, don't love it, and the reason I don't love it is because you need an edge rusher, and we're going to have a depth chart of at least five defensive tackles that we don't need. Yeah. Like this guy, and he's filling in the role for... What, snacks? For snacks, but we just had snacks. Yeah, I don't... So... You didn't even need to make this pick. I don't know. You didn't didn't need to make it. There's... It's already... Listen, this is two picks in the first round. If I'm not impressed with either of them, you're making the wrong decisions. Yeah. You got to at least take one guy that's like you look forward to watching. Yeah. Neither of these guys are going to do it for me. And I like yeah. Dexter Lawrence a lot. It's just that we didn't need this pick. Yeah. He, he just... And the fact that Daniel Jones is available at 17 is laughable. He would have been available second round. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just getting more frustrated just thinking about it. But Dexter Lawrence, welcome to the Giants. Um, hope you ball out for us. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Um, so I think it was no secret that they were going to draft a lineman. So they do yeah. that. They draft Garrett Bradbury, uh, center out of North Carolina State. Um, I heard a lot of people wanted Cody Ford. He's good. Was he, he, he was a second rounder, yeah. Yeah, he ended He's up being good. a second rounder. But yeah. I, I think he would have been a really pretty good fit for the Vikings if he went there. Um, they need a they need line. They need a line for yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yes, you got two do. more years left with this guy. You need to protect him. So yeah. they drafted for a need there. Not much to say there. You can't so, really yeah. be mad if they no, took nothing flashy, just necessary. Yeah, and so and I feel go- like that's what happens as we get later on in these picks. They're just getting more necessary instead of flashy. The the top ten are always those flashy picks. Yeah. So we have nineteen Tennessee Titans take Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle out of Mississippi State. Um, risky. Cool. Like risky. You didn't hear what is happened. Jarrell Casey, an edge or is he a tackle too? I think he's a tackle. But you didn't hear what happened with him? No, what happened with him? He uh, he got into an issue. I think it, it might have been before college. I'm, I'm not positive. I think it was, though, where his sister was getting Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. And um, then he ended up, like, pulling her off and because, hitting her. Because she got into a fight, so he pulled her off. Yeah. But I think he got, like, a lick in. <laughs> like yeah, he, he started hitting yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, it's a bad look, but... He was protecting his sister. It's not like he was yeah. at a bar and these no, girls yeah, yeah, were yeah. fighting and he just jumped in and started beating girls up. It's not the best scenario because, again, he did that in high school. Yeah. But through college, he was fine. Well, that was a So thing, it's yeah. kind of like, it was kind of like, am I going to see my sister get brutally beat here or am I going to do something about it? Yeah. And you know what? I don't know. It's a tough scenario. It was. It's not a tough scenario for the Titans. It was a tough scenario for him back then. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I, I like him. He, if he if he was fine through college and he had no issues there, yeah, then he, I don't, I don't, you can't hate fine. the pick. Yeah, just you know, got to police him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's all. 
Like you can't have this guy break out into fights during the middle yeah, of the season. Yeah, you don't. You don't need what's been going on recently with some players. You yeah. don't need that. That's one of the. That's that. This is one of the, the least traumatizing out of the bunch. Again, we have the Tyree Kill situation. We yeah. have, you know, Foster. Um, Joe Mixon did that in college, and he's he's, he's fine in, now. Yeah, exactly. So you really you really can't hold up against this guy. The fact mm-hmm. that Joe Mixon and Kareem Hunt still have a contract in this league. Yeah. Just goes to show you that this guy is the least of the bunch to be in mm-hmm. a scenario where you shouldn't support him because he yeah. did it for his sister. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, honestly, they could have drafted much elsewhere because they have a defensive-minded head coach too, Mike, v- Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, yeah. And they take a defensive tackle. You don't, you don't really need one, but if you're going to run stuff, then I guess that's what you do. But even their secondary – their secondary is okay. They're not bad. Not bad. Yeah. But well, they recently got, I think it was like a, two years ago or something, what is it, Dory Jackson, isn't he on the yeah. team? Mm-hmm. So they re, they they got a corner a few years ago, and then uh, I feel like they have another safety that's kind of good too. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, I would have gone for a receiver if I was them, but... Well, they have Delaney Walker coming back. That was definitely, they missed him this season. Oh, yeah. But they have Corey Davis, who they chose at like the four pick last year. Yeah, and they so, have Tajay Sharp. Tajay Sharp, um, he could be pretty good. Didn't they just pick somebody? There's up? two sharps on this team, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel and like they picked somebody up though. Who else is that wide receiver there that put in some work this year? I don't who, even know. Dude. Who is? There's definitely somebody that they picked up. I can't remember off the top of my head though. Is it for a wide receiver? Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't know. Maybe I'll look up their depth chart real quick. Yeah, I feel like they picked up. Was it John Brown? No, uh, no, he went to the no, Bills. The, the Bills, never mind. So, so um, of course, Adam Humphreys. That's they what signed him to a yeah. giant contract. Great, great. Um, what's it called? Slot receiver. Yeah. Um, but they have Ty- Taiwan Taylor, eh? Tajay Sharp, eh? <laughs> and everyone, they have Roger Lewis from the Giants, who's a practice squad dude. He's not bad though. Well, they're gonna, you're going to see a lot of work come from Adam Humphreys if they didn't draft a wide yeah. receiver in the first round. So they're putting a lot of trust in. Them. I don't know what they did in the later rounds. I don't think they took a wide receiver though. I'm not sure. Not I really. Pay much attention. Um. So next we got at the 20 pick, who the Broncos traded out of the 10th pick, uh, with the Steelers. Uh, they draft Noah Font, tight end out of Iowa. I don't questionable here because you have yeah. Howerman, Hewerman. I don't know how you say yeah. his name. Now you got two tight ends. Honestly, you have Joe Flacco at quarterback. You got to figure this out, dude. Yeah, and I know I they ended up picking Drew Locke in the second round. Yeah. But there's other needs here. You have Chris Harris, who's basically out because he wants a new contract. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to give it to him. No, they're to not. To my knowledge. Because even he doesn't have great years, but that's a guy who they, they take, he needs the money. They easily could have gotten greedy. They easily could have gotten him. I think everyone could have gotten greedy. Yeah. And they didn't. They could have gotten him, especially with Chris Harris not probably not coming back. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like you, you lose Talib, and honestly, if they traded out, if they traded out, cool, but you don't trade out to get a tight end. Yeah, that doesn't. It's not what you do. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, I mean, good for you that you got Chubb last year and you have Von Miller, but they need some help behind them too, mm-hmm. and now they don't have it. They have Noah Font. Not yeah. to say he's a, he's not a good player, but it's not no. necessity for that pick. No, not at all. Uh, let's see what else is here. Green Bay Packers, uh, they traded with Seattle. Uh, it was that pick to get, um, Frank Clark. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what that, uh, trade was. And they take Darnell Savage, um, safety out of Maryland. Needed to fill in for Haha. They're doing, they're doing exactly what their plan was coming into the draft, taking, taking some defensive players. Not much for me to say there. Uh, the 22 pick was Philadelphia Eagles, Andre Dillard, uh, tackle out of Washington State. 
Um, that was a trade having, that they made with uh, Baltimore. Yeah, they've been having issues on with their offensive line with injuries and stuff. So yeah, they kind of needed that. And, and, and you, they, you need to protect and Wentz because yeah. this dude's gonna get hurt. And they have uh, what's it called? They got people probably leaving soon. They they got an older offensive line, I believe, because they got Peters and uh, Lane they, Johnson. They, they did draft a lineman the next round though to replace yeah. uh, Jason Peters. Yeah, he's gonna be like the heir apparent to him, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good pick. Yeah. Um. But yeah, now they add some depth there. I think and that was pretty solid. There, yeah, because then they got their center too. Isn't it Jason Kelsey? Yeah, he's and he's, be gone he's there too. for a year. Yeah, and he so, said he played through ma- a massive amount of injuries. Yeah, so, throughout the season. So that's so. three people right there that could be gone. So not pretty pretty solid pick, understandable. Yeah. So twenty three Houston Texans select Titus Howard tackle out of Alabama State. You need um, to protect protect you your, need protect to. your guy. This is the point in the draft where these guys are like. We're just looking to protect the dude that we drafted the year before, which is a quarterback. Because that helps Watson, and that helps uh, what's his name? That helps Hopkins a lot. Yeah, and they're not in a they're not in a bad spot. They don't have much money to spend either. No, considering on defense, they need to keep all these guys in order because their defense isn't bad. No, just, they're not bad. You know, it's no, a tough not, division. Yeah, not That's bad at all. Twenty uh, fourth pick, Oakland Raiders select Josh Jacobs, who we mentioned before. Not a lot of people were expecting them to draft them this high. Uh, running back at Alabama, like we mentioned before, Clemson, Alabama, only teams they did that with. Yeah. And that was essentially the, uh, what's his name, Khalil Mack trade. This is yeah. who they got. This is one of the picks. Honestly, it's a must because Marshawn Lynch came out and said that he's retiring. Mm-hmm. So I could see why they wanted this guy. Um, not the worst pick, but there's no. still people on the board who you could take here. Sweat has been on the board this whole time. Well, they were worried about his heart condition. That was yeah, that came out like right before the draft. Yeah, I'd still take him. Yeah, but that was why people were starting to be hesitant to pick him. I think he's gonna be more of a win than anything. I think people overlooked him a lot. Yeah, but Josh Jacobs is your guy. If I'm going, if if they just ground and pound with this guy, I won't be too mad about it. No, they they have they he has a lot of upside. Especially he could get their own right into. Uh, Right into the the groove of things. There was a call with Gruden. They they showed it with him talking to the to the running back, and it was such a Gruden conversation. Like he was talking about formations and stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, you got a real potential to start. You know, we really want to put you in there." And it was just such a Gruden conversation. Yeah. It was so funny. So I want to get into this next pick, which I really like a lot, because this is exactly what the Ravens should be doing. With the twenty fifth pick, the Baltimore Ravens selected. Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, wide receiver out of Oklahoma, and they tr- that was the trade they made with Philly. Yeah, that was um, needed. Yeah, so they only trade down only a couple spots, Yeah, and they take him. And we mentioned many times on this podcast, there's not a lot of wide receivers who are looking to go to Baltimore now because they're not going to get the ball. Exactly. And so what they do here, they draft a guy, give him no choice. Yeah. And if that's a guy you're going to go through, you're going to throw to only rarely this year for a rookie, that's exactly where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Solid pick up. Solid pick up here. I yeah, like it a lot. I think they needed it. They're going to run a lot, and if you can't run, now defenses are going to be keyed in on Hollywood Brown. Yeah. I like that, it a lot. I like that pick. That was necessary. They needed it. 100%. And I think if the next upcoming drafts, if all they pick in the first round is wide receivers, you're kind of giving these guys no choice but to play with Lamar Jackson. So yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, 26, Washington Redskins take Montez Sweat. Edge rusher out of Mississippi State. Um, and this is a trade uh, they made with uh, the Colts to try to get this guy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think, if you escape the first round with Dwayne Haskins and Montez Sweat, good. You a plus. Yeah, that Red, was a that was a great Redskins. Draft for them. Fantastic. Yeah, they had a really good. You draft. take it. You take a chance on Sweat because of his heart condition, but 
Dude's an athlete. He's an animal. He got an edge rusher. You have Landon Collins. You have, um, what's his name? DRC. DRC. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what's the other guy's name? What, uh, safety or corner? Corner. corner. Fuller? Is that who you're thinking of? They have Fuller? No. Dunbar? No. Yeah, they have those two guys. Why do I keep forgetting his name? $70 million? That guy? Panther, oh. Panthers? <laughs> oh, Norman. Yeah, Norman. Oh, I keep forgetting his name. Josh Norman. There's so many names I've been reading, I keep forgetting. Norman. He Don't forget about him. Dude has some pretty solid years left. And yeah. He, and he had a pretty good season last year. So, biggest steal of the draft by far. Taking Sweat at 26. And only trading down three spots. And they got, I think they got like second round picks for that too. They, got, they only traded down a few spots and they got yeah. a decent amount for that. That was crazy. Yeah. And so 27th pick, the Oakland Raiders select uh, Jonathan Abram, safety out of Mississippi State. They needed Just complimenting that. the offense a little bit. And that was the Amari um, Cooper trade. Yeah, they, they needed that. They, they needed a safety. Yeah. So that definitely helps. 100%. Uh, 28th, the Chargers uh, select Jerry Tillery, defensive tackle at Notre Dame. Um, you already got some edge rushers. You have a linebacker. Take a defensive tackle. Where are you going to yeah. go wrong there? Uh, 29th, Seattle Seahawks select LJ Collier. Or Collar. I never know how to pronounce that last name. Yeah, I don't know. Um, defensive end out of, Tex- out of Texas, Christian. Um, that was the trade they make for uh, for Frank Clark. So you're kind of filling in that spot. That's yeah. all they did in that scenario pretty much. Here's a doozy. Yep. I know where this 30th is 30th pick. New York Giants select DeAndre Baker cornerback out of Georgia and that was a trade a four-way a three-way trade that they made with New Orleans Green Bay and Seattle yeah um don't hate it don't love it it, it was definitely definitely needed definitely needed I think but... I was expecting to trade up like to get a corner like our friend Mark was expecting us to draft a corner at 17 they thought, they, they thought you were gonna get greedy that's what he wanted I would have liked greedy that's what he wanted yeah. this dude has like some attitude issues from what I've heard him in college oh. and the fact that Gettleman comes out and says, says Odell is a cancer yeah. then and you draft this guy what, what are we doing that doesn't here? make any sense you just said you didn't want any problems in the locker room dude I would have loved greedy dude you know they definitely needed a corner and they got him so that's what they did here yeah but at the same time it's kind of like that's how you're going to round it out and what makes it worse is now they missed out on the whole second round for mm-hmm. this pick yeah. A lot of good players left, including Greedy. Mm-hmm. And they didn't take a chance on that second round. Having to wait that whole round killed me because I saw all these good players go by. Yep. And, you know, and they, they sacrificed that for that 30th pick. He's going to he's gonna put in some work, don't get me wrong, but you escape with three picks in the first round. All three are kind of like... They're, like, they're eh. not anything great. They're not terrible, but they're not great. The Redskins didn't have to move at all. And their two picks are phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> we had to move up once, and that seventeenth pick was a trade to get rid of one of the better wide receivers in the league. Six pick was just given to you. Blew that. Didn't blow the next one. I like I like Dexter Lawrence, but then you have, you know, the thirty pick, and yeah, it's kind of like that's how you're gonna round it off. Yeah, I don't, get I, it, man. I don't know. All right, let's move on to the Falcons. All right, with the thirty-first pick, Atlanta Falcons select Caleb McGarry. 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 Tackle out of Washington. That was the trade they traded up with uh, the Rams. The Rams. What do you think of this? I saw the trade up and I got so excited. I was like, "This is it. We're gonna get a, a defensive player. We're gonna get our pass rusher, our defensive lineman. This is what we were wanting. This is what everybody wanted with that seventeen or fourteen pick. That's what everybody wanted, and we didn't get. 
And then they run an offensive tackle again, and I was pissed. I did not get it. I still, like you said, we got rid of our second-round pick, and we watched all these good players go by, and I just, I really, I don't think that the pick was, it wasn't a necessary pick. We didn't need to trade up to get him. He clearly would have been available in the second round. I just, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the pick. I'm not opposed to it because we did need help in the offensive line. And I, again, I don't know. I mean, this guy, he can come out and be an absolute stud, but I, and, and I do want Matt Ryan healthy. He has this huge contract and with when Matt Ryan's healthy, everybody else is more fluid in the offense and we have a new offensive coordinator. So who knows what kind of game plan we're going to have. Maybe there's going to be more, you know, play actions and you're going to really need that line to hold up. But I just, there's a lot of questions that I don't. I mean, I you're know. drafting needs here, but to escape, you know, in this first round without a defensive player is a little rough. Expect, especially since you guys had some injuries this year. And that's the thing. What we now need to what what the next step is for us is we need to give Julio his contract, and then whatever we have left over, there are still defensive players available. Get them. Yeah. That is what we need to do. And then I'd say we're fine. I feel like Julio needs his contract. If you even escape with Ed Oliver. And whatever pick you made with that 31st pick, I won't even be mad. Yeah. But that was a thing. I mean, there's still, like you said, Ziggy Anza's still available. There's if you guys somehow get him, then you guys probably won the draft. Because like then you, you guys have depth, and now you guys have a defensive player that can help you. Because who do you have com- You have coming back? Keanu Neal. Mm-hmm. He was hurt this year. We got Neal, we got Deion Jones. Um, so then in terms of our defensive line, we have Tack. We have Vic Beasley. Yep. We got Gray Jarrett. And then Sanat, who we drafted last year in the later rounds. Um, yeah, and then our corners are actually one of our starting corners now is going to be one of our second round picks last year. Yeah. So we, we got if a you guys stay healthy, defense. you're fine. I think that's what they were kind of banking on. Yeah. Like if all these guys stay healthy, we're fine. Well, so that's we should the just thing. use it on our offensive line. I mean, well, that's the thing. I mean, I feel like we we weren't a bad team last year. We just got injured. We, we weren't a bad team. Yeah, you just got just hurt, unlucky. Just played by injuries. That's all. Yeah. All right, so we wrap up the first round with New England. Um, they take Nikhil Harry, wide receiver out of Arizona State. Needed. I, I like it. I yeah. like the pick a lot. Needed it. They always go out with a bang. Yeah. Somehow, with the last pick in the draft. I know. Like, a lot of these other picks don't impress me as much as that one. No. And they're this 32nd pick. I know. He's, I, I think it's hilarious how they never draft needs. Like, you don't need that. Like, who are, no. you, who are you trying to fill in for? Chris Hogan? Yeah, I mean, yeah, There's there's no... I think they they may not in the first Josh round. Josh Gordon still may come back. But that's the thing. Not in the first round. They don't need him in the first round. They needed a wide receiver, but I don't see in the first round. They didn't care. Yeah, they. They just, were just like, we're taking him. Yeah. That's it. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. He's gonna kill it for him. Watch out! I think Patriots might make another Super Bowl this I year. Know, I My early pick is the Colts, and I'm staying by it. I don't want to talk about the Patriots. Yeah. So. <laughs> and of course, they rounded out defending Super Bowl champs. This is this is a long one. Let, let's just next year, like when the new season starts, we're just not going to cover Patriots games. We're just not going to talk about them. <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, if they're bad, yeah, them. but you can. If they're, if they're in the mix of everything, wanna, you can't. I don't want to talk about them. And I, I really hope there's I don't want to talk about the Saints If either. there's a Chiefs and Pats <laughs> matchup again, Chiefs better come out with the win. Right. This is, I don't want to talk about the Pats. I don't want to talk about the Saints. We're not talking about them next year. <laughs> I don't want to talk Wait, about him. Saints didn't have a pick in this first round, no, right? No, they, they didn't because they got Davenport last year. Yeah. So they gave it up. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, they decided to do that. Um, don't know if that was a hundred percent worth it with the talent that they had in this draft on the defensive side, but again, I don't know if you really necessarily knew that. So, so yeah, that's going to wrap up that first round in the 2019 NFL draft. Um, very iffy there. This kind of reminds me of the 2014 draft where Blake Bortles went three. Oh, and wonderful. and Khalil Mack was still on the board that whole oh, time. Yeah, he went like Aaron Donald was still on the board, wasn't he? Wasn't he like twelve or eleven or something? Yeah, Aaron really? Donald yeah. went like four more picks after Blake Bortles. Oh, that's great. It's insane. That reminds me of that draft, <laughs> yeah, and we I consider could... that one of the worst drafts ever. This one's not worse in any way, shape, or form, but the opportunity, a lot of Just opportunities were missed here. Just you know what's weird? We were like, oh, Kyler Murray's going to change this whole thing. Raiders ended up changing it by taking Cleveland Farrell with that fourth and, pick, and then you guys decided. To then take we screwed. Daniel we Jones. screwed the pooch. Yeah, messed it I up. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> later picks in the draft the Giants chose, pretty solid. But yeah. nothing no, no, nothing overshadows that Daniel no. Jones pick. So no. overall, um, this is a very weird draft, but next year's going to be much, much more interesting. And then the year after that, because Trevor Lawrence is going to come out. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, and dude, are, dude's a freshman, true freshman, and already won the championship. So yep, he's uh, he's already looking like the next Andrew Luck. I can't wait for these next coming drafts. This year's going to be interesting. I really want to see Daniel Jones take the field, see what he's got in store. And, you know, other than that, congrats to these guys because, honestly, I love watching the draft because, honestly, it must be the dopest feeling to get the call from a GM or head coach and say, we're taking you. We're putting the card in. I forgot. And your whole family's watching the TV, and you, you just get I drafted. I forgot who it was. It was one of the later picks. I, I wish I could remember the guy. I don't remember who it was. But there was somebody that he, he went to Hawaii, and he got the call. He ended up being a first-round pick. He wasn't expected to be a first-round pick. Was he, did he go, went to the bathroom? Was that that guy? No, 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 no. He, he was in Hawaii, and he was just he got the call, and he was just celebrating with his family in Hawaii. I was like, that is how you do it. Did you hear someone else who wasn't expecting to get drafted in like the third, fourth round? Was in the bathroom. He got the call while he was on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know what the name is. I forgot. But that's I find funny. that really funny too. <laughs> I but, mean, I guess that's a good surprise. But yeah, did you see Josh Allen? He was drafted. He couldn't jump up and celebrate because his daughter was watching oh, yeah. Monsters University on his phone. And you want to know another great stat about Josh Allen? He was drafted the same place as Josh Allen the year before. Yeah, both seventh <laughs> picks. They put like a side by side. I thought it was yeah. hilarious. Um, what was the other thing? Did you see Devin White went to go like kiss this girl and she completely like <laughs> like dubbed him? <laughs> that was like I... one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> and I'm like, everyone was like, "You better kiss him. He's gonna give you all this money." Yeah, there there was uh oh I forgot to mention this, but that the second pick that we had, McCreary, I think his name is. Yeah. Like I said, I wasn't a huge fan, but then the next day there was a video posted of him. Doing snow angels in uh, McGarry. Yeah, McGarry. There, there was pictures. There's a video of him doing snow angels after a game, and uh, saying some some funny things. I mean, he he was he was cursing a little bit and taunting the other team. And I was like, you know what? I, I kind of like this guy a little bit better now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, I hope I hope this pans out. But he reminds me too much of that Blake Bortles number three pick, and he, yeah, he was available day two. Could have been available at 17, but if that's your guy, you better put up a good season. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yep. That's going to wrap it up here. Do you have anything else to add? 
No, that is all. Cool. So I appreciate appreciate you guys for listening again. Sorry for missing last week, but I really wanted to cover everything this week. Um, if you guys want to follow the Twitter account uh, at Franchise Tag Pod on Twitter, uh, you can get some new updates from us on each every um, new episode. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Um, and, you know, just let everybody know that you listen to the show. If you like it, let someone else know. We really appreciate it. Other than that, it's going to wrap it up here. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Take care.